the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. And oh, that taste on the tongue is a little sweet. Yes, because the Sweet 16 gets underway tonight. And uh, we've got a four-pack of games uh, and little time. So let's go ahead and start firing off some tickets, shall we? And, and I love the creativity. I love the options. Like when I go to the buffet, Lundy, I want a little prime rib. Give me a little bit of mac and cheese. Uh, if I want some chicken fingers, we'll throw it on there. Uh, no vegetables, please. Uh, whatever you want. And then hit it with a soft serve at the end. You know, I want the calorie bomb just weighing heavily in my gut. And tonight, you'd certainly have uh, that buffet of options, especially in the same game or one game parlay market. And Lundy, I go, went ahead and put one together uh, for the opening stanza uh, tonight between the Gonzaga Bulldogs and Arkansas Razorbacks. The other game uh, that is in that first session is Villanova and Michigan. We're going to have a pick on that a little bit later on. But I slapped together this one game parlay at BetMGM, and it's a plus. 175 on Brace. I'm going to get your thoughts on this. So I'm going to take Gonzaga straight up to the money line and give me Andrew Nimhard to bang two or more threes. Arkansas over 63 and a half points on the team total. And then the game total over 147 and a half. Now, Nimhard, I'll give you a little background here. He's had two or more threes and five his last seven, and he has been ripping cords in this NCAA tournament. Eight for his last 15 from distance. And, you know, you look at Arkansas, yeah, they're an outstanding three-point defensive team, uh, but I think Nimhard will splash a couple through the cylinder. Meanwhile, for the Razorbacks, they have it over 63.5 points in a game this season, 32 out of 35 contests. So, strong trend there. And this game is going to be zip, 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 zip. NASCAR, pedal the metal kind of pace. Uh, and then meanwhile, over on the 147.5, uh, that's an alt line there as well. Uh, in most of the prognosticators out there where you're looking at Haslametrics, Bartorvik, Ken Palm, uh, have this game pegged anywhere between 152 to 154 on the total. So, again, Zags to win straight up, Nimhard two or more threes, Arkansas over 63.5 points, and the game total over 147.5 plus 175. Anything screw it up? Uh, no, actually, I think that one's pretty solid, my friend. I, I like that. Now, some of us, myself included, are in those jurisdictions where we can't do the player props on the college front jerk faces uh so we don't get to have quite as much fun as you do uh with some of these but i think that one's pretty solid i mean the three-pointer one to me is just an absolute no-brainer because he has just been ripping it so uh i like that one i like the alt line on the total because you're right we've seen a lot of the computer models that have it uh much higher than that up into the 150s that kind of range so yeah i Dude, cash a ticket. I like it. Well, if you want to replace, like if you're one of those jurisdictions that disallows the player prop action, just take Gonzaga and lower it on their team total. This game is going to be a track meet because Gonzaga is going to force that kind of tempo. And then you get a four-legger, get a plus 175. Hell, you might get it at better odds. And lock and load that sucker like I did at Bet. MGM and oh yeah we gotta lock and load some more picks here on this hashtag tequila Thursday so bartender bartender pour us another edition of the fade five 
number five. All right, Lenny, let's start off in the NHL. Let's drop the puck and make some bucks. How did we do last night? And what do you got for me tonight on the ice? Well, last night, another one of those mixed bags, uh, despite the yeah. fact that it had such a limited uh, slate. Yeah, the Colorado Avalanche, uh, the uh, the mascot is uh, Bernie. He's a St. Bernard uh, <laughs> at the at the arena. Does, uh, he, does he have liquor around his neck? He's got the little barrel around his neck. Yeah. I can't tell you what's in the barrel, obviously, oh. because, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a kid's program. Uh, uh, but okay. anyway, okay. Uh, so, you know, Bernie, uh, the mascot, uh, basically the abs uh, were kind of like Bernie and just went out and took a dump in the middle of the ice uh, <laughs> yesterday. Uh, that, was not, uh, that was not pleasant. So we did get a little bit hosed up by that one. They lost to Vancouver at home, for crying out loud. Yeah. Uh, but uh, beyond that, we get back into today. There were four games on the schedule yesterday. We have a full slate today, and I'm going to focus in on a total as a matter of fact we're going to go to carolina that is where the dallas stars will be to take on the uh carolina hurricanes and in this one I, i'm playing the under uh which sits at six uh four out of the last five times these two teams have played each other they have gone under or been at this total and the one time they went over it it took overtime to be able to do it these are two very defensive minded teams despite the fact that they've got some good offensive power uh their defense is good and so is their goaltending carolina number three in the nhl in save percentage at a 921 Carolina's also got a 24 5 and 3 record at home so I'm kind of leaning towards Carolina on the money line uh, in this one uh, Dallas is battling for uh, playoff positioning they right now own the second wild card spot in the West uh, but because Dallas has a lot to play for even though Carolina is so good at home that's why I'm focused in on the total instead take the under in Carolina at six. Oh, no biscuits in the basket poor favor bet the under Number four. All right, let's go to the NBA, and we got a handful of games tonight, and probably the biggest one uh, is right in your backyard uh, at uh, the Ball Arena. And uh, hopefully this guy will not be a dick. And I'm talking about Aaron Gordon. And I'm going to take you over. See what I did there. Uh, seven and a half rebounds plus assists against the Phoenix Suns. Minus 120 on that one. Actually, now it's minus 115 at Bet MGM. You look at Gordon. He's been over this in four of his last seven. Uh, he had 14 combined rebounds plus assists earlier this season against Phoenix in one matchup. And a dozen in the other. And you look at the last ten. Yeah, the Suns, eighth fewest rebounds per game allowed, 13th fewest assists per game allowed, but this is a back-to-back. Difficult opponent on the road. It's just a low number, Lundy, in my estimation. So something like, I don't know, if you get to five rebounds, I think Gordon can dish out three assists and we're cashing a ticket, but I think he's going to reach double figures to the third straight time in this combined category against the Suns this season. So fade or follow, Aaron. Uh, Aaron Gordon, over seven and a half combined rebounds plus assists, minus 115 at BetMGM, bar none. My favorite NBA player prop on the board tonight. Uh, yeah, you built that one up a little bit, didn't you? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna follow you on this one. Here's the thing with Gordon. It is feast or famine with him when it comes to these two stat lines. You talked about him uh, you know, being over both times against Phoenix, but if you look at his averages over the course of the month of March, he actually averages 7.4 combined. It's because he has games like he did on Tuesday against the Clippers, where he had 13 combined. Then you go back to Sunday, a home game against the Celtics, he had four. He didn't have a single dime in that game. So you're right. It, it's a number that he should be able to hit. It's why it's 
juiced slightly, but it really is feast or famine with him. And to me, it all comes down to uh, the rebounding. I know you talked about him getting five. I think you want to see him with the five or six because he's not an assist machine. He's not Jokic. He's not Monte Morris. Um, He'll occasionally get you four or five but he'll also pull you some goose eggs or maybe one or two occasionally. So I think he can get this one. I like this this prop. I think it's a great one to have for this game tonight. Uh, but just be, I'll be a little bit on edge checking that box score at halftime. Yeah, no doubt about it. Come on, Aaron Gordon. Score some mile-high money. Number three. All right, moving on. Let's get to the Sweet 16, shall we? Already previewed uh, Gonzaga and Arkansas, and I'm playing that as a one-game parlay. Uh, I think the spread is spot on. I think the Zags can cover the 9.5, but I don't feel great about it. But I do feel really rosy about the outlook for the Villanova Wildcats. And, Lundy, I'm going to lay the chalk here. Straight up, homie, minus 4.5. Against the Michigan Wolverines, uh, pull this one from BetMGM at minus one ten. Uh, I mean, you look at Villanova, and their calling card is balance and guard play. Obviously, with Colin Gillespie, uh, Justin Moore, they've got scores. They're smooth. They don't turn the ball over. They make you pay at the free throw line, where they are number one in college basketball, netting eighty two point six percent as a collective. Uh, you look at their last eight games, top forty in the country in offensive and defensive efficiency. They get after on the offensive glass despite being undersized, uh, generating a second chance during that span at a 31.7% clip. Here's the issue with Michigan. As as brilliant as Hunter Dickinson is, um, you know, we'll see if, if Jones is going to be firing all cylinders given his physical shortcomings. Will Eli Brooks show up outside? Uh, will Musa Diabate in the interior be able to stay out of foul trouble? I mean, these are there are a lot of questions here. Uh, but what is most suspect about the Wolverines, they are number 242 in effective field goal percentage defense, and they are tied with Duke at number 290 in three-point percentage defense, giving up 38.3% over their last eight contests. You do not stretch out to the perimeter against this Villanova team. They're going to rip you to shreds. And I think that's exactly what is going to happen tonight if those ball rotations are not spot on, uh, if they're not stepping out and getting a hand in someone's face, uh, they're going to get pummeled in this game. And a little early, bear this time, bear this time, Lundy. Uh, as a result, I, I not only like the Villanova cover minus a four and a half, but I like Nova on the over 69, nice, and a half. Team total points, uh, that is minus 125, also at BetMGM. So, Feed or follow, my man. Villanova, minus four and a half against Jawan Howard's Wolverines. And what are your thoughts, too, on that Nova over 69 and a half points on the team total? Uh, well, working in reverse, I like the team total. Uh, I think they get up over that 69 and a half. As you talked about, they're very efficient on offense. What are they in Ken Palm? Eighth in offensive yep. efficiency, something yep. like that. Yep. Um, I mean, they're an extremely efficient. And you talk about Michigan with the, um, with the two-point defense. That means not only not only the outside, like Villanova can can fill it up from outside. Here's the other thing that it gets concerned: the the um, the, the guards for Michigan are not very big. They're not. Yeah. They're um, not. And Villanova, I think, can take advantage of that not only in terms of shooting over them, but Brad, you may see they may take some of their outside players and post them up. And yep. just and, and, and dare Michigan to try to stop them with the size that they've got. I think they can get Diabate into foul trouble. I absolutely think they can do that. And if that happens, uh, it could be a long night for, for Michigan. So I like Nova. I like laying the points in this one. I like the over in the team total. Um, I think this is where Michigan's run comes to an end. Impressive run, by the way. But I think it ends tonight. 
Fade Jay Wright in March? You'd be crazy to do so. Stay tuned for my top picks in the Sweet 16 plus bonus time in the NHL, the NBA, and hey, maybe some more college basketball. Number two. All right, let's get back after it uh, with the two later games. And the first one up I want to feature here on the pod. I'm going to take Houston straight up on the money line uh, against the Arizona Wildcats. And uh, they are the underdog here, so it's plus 105 uh, presently at FanDuel. And, you know, monitor the line movement here. You know, there could be some late money coming in on Arizona. Could push this line in a more favorable direction if you want to bet on Houston straight up to win this game. And I think they're more than capable of doing so. You look at Arizona in their last eight contests. Uh, number four in offensive efficiency, but number 130, Lundy, and adjusted defensive efficiency. So that defense has come unspooled. Uh, Houston, you know, I, I describe them as that zombie horde, right? They just keep coming at you. Or like if you were to throw a piece of bread uh, around a flock of seagulls, they just all go after it, just peck, 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 uh, relentlessly. And that's what they do on the glass uh, as they have generated a second chance 38.7% of the time over their last eight games. It's number six in college basketball during that span. And most concerning for the Wildcats, they're number 227 over that same stretch in defensive rebounding percentage. So if they're not boxing out, they are going to get bludgeoned on the boards, much like they did against TCU. And they were very fortunate to survive and advance in that round of 32 matchup. Uh, Houston also stretches out to the perimeter. They're going to give Matherin all that he can handle from outside as the Cougs given up just 26.9% from distance in their last eight. A unique team because they're full of slashers. Uh, They don't score the ball particularly well, but again, it's all about volume and relying on those second chance opportunities. They cash in there. They dominate the glass. They stretch out defensively. And Houston, I think, bounces the number one seed in this South region. So, Lundy, fade or follow uh, the Cougars and try to keep your shirt on, uh, unlike Kelvin Sampson, on the money line, plus 105 at FanDuel. Oh, I'm I'm not going against the shirtless wonder. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I can't do that. Here's the other stat that I love about um, Houston here, Brad. Every game in the American Athletic Conference and both games in the tournament so far, Houston has won by double digits. Yeah. Five games in a row that they have not only won, but they've basically won going away. Mm-hmm. This team is hot at exactly the right time. Um, and this is one, like, like you said, you're taking it on the money line. To me, it, it's a point and a half. Just take them. Like, you know, there's no if you're going to go with Houston plus a point and a half, then you might as well just take the plus odds. I know. Yeah, it could wind up being a buzzer beater or something crazy with March Madness. We know that. But I'll I'll take the juice all day long on that one. If it's going to be a point and a half, I'll go ahead and take them. I like Houston a lot. They've been fun to watch. And, you know, Calvin, uh, Calvin Sampson, just uh, dude, he's just smart. He's a smart he's coach. He's a great coach, man. And if Arizona goes on one of these runs, I was talking with somebody um, uh, after my television show yesterday. and We were talking about Houston. And they said, yeah, but, you know, Arizona can get on, you know, can get on one of those hot streaks where they're making baskets. And I said, yeah, but Sampson's smart enough to know how to call a timeout, what to tell his guys, and then send them back out there to put that streak to an end. Um, and, you know, there's not a ton of coaches that can do that. He's one of them. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, can't fade the Cougs. Cash with them instead. Number one. All right, let's go ahead and get to the marquee matchup. And uh, a lot of people split down the middle on this one. Um, you know, I saw this morning, got the updated. I know you get these emails too. Uh, spread ticket splits 
on Texas Tech Duke. And right now it's sitting at 68% of the public action in terms of spread tickets. It handles right around the same number as well on the Dukies, baby. And you shouldn't be shocked. It's all about uh, brand recognition. It's all about Coach K. It's his final game. Texas Tech can't score. I mean, there's all these cliches that are out there. Coach K is going to get all the calls if it's a close one. And, you know, the oddsmakers believe it will be one that comes down to the final moments as Tech is laying one. I think Tech wins this thing, and it's going to be by maybe a handful of points, Lundy. So I'm taking the Red Raiders' guns up here. I will lay the one against Duke, minus 110 right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. Why am I so confident on Mark Adams' bunch? Well, the last 30 days, which is a nine-game stretch, they've given up just 0.815 points per possession. It's number three in college basketball. And this NCAA tournament uh, they have not allowed more than 0.80 points per possession. Uh, Duke has not faced a tour de force defensively, much like the likes of this Texas Tech Red Raiders team. Um, they are also scoring the ball well inside, netting 56% and shooting better from outside, a respectable 34.2%. And, and the downfall for Duke is their defense. Number 176 over the last month and adjusted defensive efficiency. And as I mentioned before with Michigan, tied with the Wolverines at number 290 in three-point percentage D during that span. Uh, give it up 38.3%. Now, they've been the most offensively efficient team over the last month. But, and you know, unless they're firing on all cylinders, uh, you know, on in terms of scoring the basketball and somehow are able to penetrate uh, this very packed defense of Texas Tech with much success, I think Duke is going to be frustrated. I don't think they know what's about to hit them. And I think the Red Raiders are going to silence everybody and send Coach K off onto the horizon, chasing a sunset here as it will be game, set, match. So, Lundy, fade or follow, Texas Tech, minus one against Duke, minus 110 at DraftKings. Uh, I'm actually in, in, in complete transparency. I'm staying away from this game from a betting standpoint. I don't have a good feel one way or the other. I've decided that I'm just going to enjoy it on television and not worry about betting. If I had to bet, I'm going to roll with tech, um, for the reasons that you just said, including their defense. Um, but I will, like I said, in full transparency, I am not betting this game. I am just going to enjoy it because I, I, I believe in everything that the red Raiders have the ability to do against Duke. I also sometimes have to sit back and go, the reason everybody's made a big deal out of Krzyzewski retiring is because he's Mike Krzyzewski. And he's just, re- we were just talking about Kelvin Sampson. Krzyzewski's really damn good, man. And he may figure out a way to be able to do it. He's done it for years. And so that is why, from a betting standpoint, I'm not touching it. If I had to, like if you gave me 100 of your dollars, <laughs> Uh, then I will, uh, I'll lay it on Texas tech, but for the most part, yes, I'm being team raisins here. I'm staying away from this game. I just want to watch it and enjoy it. No, I got too many uh, bets on it and we're going to get to <laughs> more of those right now and bonus time, but you're up first, Lonnie. What else you got for me? Uh, I'm just going to throw a two legger out there for you. Like I said, some good games, uh, in hockey tonight, but there were a couple of them that jumped out at me as we were getting ready to do the pod. Florida is in Montreal. They should be able to take care of the Habs relatively easily. Edmonton is at home against San Jose. 
both of those teams, if you take them in regulation to win, Florida and Edmonton, and then slap them together in a parlay, it's plus 170. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were those were two lines and two games that jumped out at me this morning, uh, which probably means they're doomed. They're going to go to overtime. Something bad. It's going to be like the Avs were last night. And I'm going to crawl into my hole and be depressed. But uh, <laughs> I do have a good feel about those because those are two teams that should handle it. Florida on the road, Edmonton at home. Slap them together in regulation, plus 170. All right, let's get to a couple of these totals that are out there in these college basketball games. Uh, I do like the over the Houston-Arizona game, uh, which is sitting at right down 145 and a half. A lot of public action right now on the under. Uh, but the one thing uh, I also didn't mention is that Houston fouls a ton just due to their aggressive nature defensively. Uh, so Arizona will be able to get to the line, and I think that for that reason it will push the over here, and tempo is going to be brisk. I know Houston prefers more of a half court, but I think Arizona is going to dictate here the speed of the game, uh, and Houston doesn't mind running. They can certainly do that. So uh, I think this one's going to be in the 150s uh, when it is all said and done in that one. Um other than that, I, I think that's about it. Well, no, wait, there's more. Uh, Texas Tech, if you'd like the margin of victory props, uh, because they are available out there at some of the books, and I pulled this one from BetMGM, I think Tech wins this, again, by a handful of points, you know, in that maybe four or five-point range. You could bet on one to five-point victory if it falls in that range for the Red Raiders at plus 333, Lundy, right now at BetMGM. So I like that one quite a bit. Uh, if you're on the Red Raiders side of things and you think this is going to be nip and tuck. And I'll throw one more out there in the NBA that I like tonight in the player props market. Give me Evan Mobley over 24.5 points plus rebounds against the Raptors. Uh, the Cleveland Cavalier has been over this in six of his last nine. He had 37 in total against Toronto back on March 6th, and he had 23 in the other. So he's over in one and under in the other matchup. That was back in early November. Uh, Toronto's allowed the 13th most rebounds per game in their last 10, though they are top five at adjusted defensive efficiency in the NBA during that stretch. But I think Mobley can push the over again on the 24.5 points plus rebounds. And that is a wrap on this loaded edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Wavos. Uh, drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.